Hey, I'm Justin, and I don't like to read blue. Where are we in the book? <laughs> Where um, are we in the book? I think we did a whole discussion last time about how I'm the one who starts the podcast. Yeah? But where are we in the book right now? I don't know. <laughs> we just had to re-listen to where we were because I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Blue. I love to read. Welcome back to Reading Health Hostage. Do your part again. So. I already said it. Well, can you do it again so it's like consistent with the... With how it runs? Yeah, so I'll start one more time okay. and then you I don't I'm Justin, I don't know. No, like Justin, read. shit, fuck. You didn't I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go. Okay. And I'm gonna say the first part. Yeah, like we always okay. I and then it. you're gonna say the second yeah. part. Okay. So howdy folks. I'm My- Justin and I don't like to read. <laughs> no. Justin, I don't think you did a very good job listening to me. So I'm gonna start and do the first bit of the podcast. I'm Justin and I don't like to read. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. This is Reading Held Hostage. Justin and I are recording this at six o'clock at night, which is like very late bedtime. Bedtime. <laughs> I'm pretty baby. hungry, but it's I, it's December. Uh, you go to bed when it's dark out, and it's always dark out. Yep. <laughs> there is no, and I've had some pretty bad headaches for the past um, little bit here, so it's been dark in our house. But that's how it's been. So, Justin, since we just listened to the last little bit, <laughs> can you tell me where we are? Um, While I get my laptop set up. <laughs> Rue and Katniss were being best buds. They're vibing, yeah. Yeah. Was that, that it? Yep. Can, that was the Do you have anything I else? Had. I feel like there's probably a little bit more. Okay, so Rue and Katniss were being best friends and... No, Justin, now finish the more of what you have to say. Ew, ew, dude, you <sighs> spilled everywhere. <laughs> I was trying to do a bit, make it sound like, make, make the slurp sound come out. Well, you made the slurp sound come out and you, you spit and spilled everywhere. on my shirt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is part four. It's. I think it's going to be a six-parter. You know, I just, you I know lied, I just said You I lied ready. about being ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, this is going point. in. This is going That's in the podcast okay. now. We were talking about how you just, we're, we're remembering that Rue and her, they're tight. Um, nightmare time. Okay. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. And she's coming up with a plan. Hey, so for everybody at home, this is not an acid trip friendly podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Are any podcasts acid trip friendly? Um, I don't think I want to listen to a podcast that's acid trip friendly. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of very sm- NPR. NPR's acid fr- trip friendly. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Very smooth, slow talking at a very neutral tone. Hey, we're not losers. <laughs> okay. All right, Justin, back to the serious. Oh, wait, issues. shut the fuck up. Jungle Gyms has a podcast. No fucking way. Yes, fucking way. Is the monkey in it? I feel like there's got to be a monkey in it. I don't know. Uh, why'd you bring it up? I went to Jungle Gym the other day. Is Jungle Gyms a re- regional thing? I think it's an Ohio thing. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> now people we know, already know we were now in Now people Cincinnati. know we're in Ohio. Please forgive us. <laughs> um but yeah i went to jungle gyms and they fucking um had a studio right what? next to the entrance 
Like they had a little closed in studio where they record the podcast. And the one up by Dayton? Yeah. That's so weird. It's super fucking weird. Like, we have to listen to that. Maybe what? we can get sponsored on the Trader... Wait, no. Jungle Jim's podcast. Not if you keep fucking calling it Trader Joe's. They're both the same. <sighs> they give the same vibe. No, they don't. They do. One is a massive fucking store with a bunch of shit, and one exploits their workers a lot. You both... Those could be either or for me right now. Okay, we're gonna go because I'm hungry for Alfredo, and we went really oh, long. Oh shit! You motherfucker! You my phone's sick on. Fuck. I'm sorry. Let me make sure my phone's off too. We're professional. We're professional Actually, podcasters. We're not professional podcasters until somebody starts giving us money. So, uh, um, Anchor technically gives us money. We barely made a dollar. Which, by the way, we're almost at 400 downloads. Mm. Which you're not supposed to talk about how many downloads, allegedly, but well, I'll talk about whatever. I don't know, because maybe people don't like it. Is it like the thing where you're not supposed to talk about your... About uh, money. Yeah, your salary at work? Yeah. Also, 100% percent Pretentious? 100% talk about your salary at work. 100%. 100%. Okay. You gotta know what you're getting paid and what your coworkers are getting Justin, paid. Justin, if you want to start the communist podcast, that's fine with me, but you're going to have to get somebody okay, else. I worked at a place where the guy was working there for five years. He got paid the same amount I come as you. In, I was paid 25 cents an hour more. Yeah. I'm going to drink my coffee. And he was my manager. Editing Blue here. Just so you know, there's some gross coffee drinking sounds ahead. Mm-hmm. That was so loud. <laughs> like you were trying to sneak it and it just full on didn't work. It was super quiet. Okay. okay we're I think at this is the 16. most chaotic intro we've we ever done. We had the done. most chaotic ending last time. So yeah. if people are listening sequentially, <laughs> they're going to get absolute chaos at the end of last episode. And the chaos, chaos here. at the beginning of this episode. Okay. We're on chapter 16. And Katniss and Rue are vibing. Um, Rue automatically trust Katniss wholeheartedly and she's like snuggling up in the sleeping bag with her which is like mm. is it because she's a child yeah literally and, 12 and she's in a murder dome and someone was nice to her in the murder dome in the murder dome yeah but Katniss knows they both can't survive this she starts thinking about how she needs to get rid of the pack of food the careers had we talked about that last yeah, time yeah and the, the water too what about the water she wanted to do something to the water so they couldn't use the water pond Right by the cornucopia. No. Yeah. That's like, didn't happen. I'm pretty sure it did. So. <laughs> it didn't. I'm telling you as the person who's reading the um, book. To all listeners, leave a comment down below <laughs> and say, Justin's, Justin's right about this one. Anyways, they wake to a cannon being shot, but they don't know who is dead. Um, And, you know, this wakes Katniss up, but Rue's already awake and the tree's across from her. And they kind of, they, you know, they just gab. It's the morning. They're talking about who's still alive. You know, sweet gabbing for the days. Cool who's still alive. Who's living and yeah. who's murdered in the murder dome. In the murder dome. They go through a list, but they know they're forgetting somebody, but they can't remember who. Rue also has, like, these two eggs for breakfast and they eat them raw, which is, like, gross. But yeah. I guess you got to do what you got to do. It's not like they have a skillet out there. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Should we talk about the duck eggs? Ew, if you want. We got, I got duck eggs. Blue's not eating the duck eggs. I just can't emotionally eat them. But I tried it. Those things fucking don't open. They're they, hard. They don't open. Like, I I smashed it like you did an egg. And you're a big boy. And Strong it just big boy. did not 
open. If my mic's down here, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. They can hear me all the same. They probably hear this right now. Do you think? Yeah. So you're going to... Hey, future Justin, if this is you leaving it in, can you hear me? <laughs> it's Justin from the future. I can't. Okay. Yeah, gross, gross eggs. Um, Rue is excited to learn about Katniss's plan to destroy the food pile, and Rue gives her a little bit of a lowdown about how they're by the lake, and their supply stash is 30 yards from the lake, because we talk in yards. And... During the day, Katniss is told by Rue that they leave the boy from District 3 to watch over things while they hunt. Because apparently he got stung too and um, ran down to the lake. And now he's being used as like a guard. He's not typically part of a career pack. Yeah. He's probably fucked up though from the... From the sting. Yeah. Yeah. Katniss and Rue knows there's something off about this setup since the the food's just like out in the open. But they have no idea what's wrong. So they hunt and gather. Katniss learns about Rue, how she's the oldest of six kids. She's fiercely protective of her siblings. I know. She's 12, which means a kid a year, pretty much. Yeah. Well, pregnant for a year, kid, pregnant, kid, pregnant. Typically, the body, if you are somebody who's able to breastfeed, um, breastfeeding acts as its own type of contraception. Mm -hmm. So within, like, a two-year... That's why a lot of kids back in, like, the olden times or at least two years apart because you were typically breastfeeding for two years mm-hmm. and then were able to get pregnant again. Which I what is that what is that called when like you get pregnant right after the next one? <laughs> well it's like- for white people it's called Irish twins. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's been called. Like um in divergent. Is it divergent? Yeah, it's divergent. Um I can't remember her name. The main character and her brother are only ten months apart. Which you're really typically not supposed to do. Yeah. If you can manage to well, not do yeah. that. Let your let your body chill your for body a minute. Your body needs a minute. Um, so, anyways. To, to all the ladies out there, I'm giving lady advice out. Yeah, just Chill for a minute. Ch- fucking chill. Like, calm down, bro. Your body needs to heal. Yeah. Okay. Or all people who can get pregnant. Sorry. Yeah, just Sorry for being. Use your inclusive language. Um, a bigot. <laughs> Rue also forages in the meadows of her district, where but in her district, the peacekeepers don't hesitate to kill. So, like, Katniss doing it is, like, chill. What? I won't hesitate, bitch. I won't hesitate, bitch. But in Rue's district, they'll just, like, straight up kill her for, for nothing. And she also learns that Rue really loves to love singing and music. We did talk about this last time, but what do you think the difference is black. between the two peacekeeper groups and why they Rue's would- district is black. No, I think, honestly, the real thing is District 11's import is... So, in my brain, like I said as a kid, they're numbered. Therefore, District 1 and 2 are more important. Yeah. District 12, not important. But I don't think that's actually the case. (laughs) Yeah. But it is true that, like, coal, you can... They probably have more coal than they need. Yeah, not they're, only that. They're definitely probably softening. But fresh food only is fresh for so long. Yeah, and so, like... The agriculture district is going to need to have way more strictness and, like, the peacekeepers are going to feel more important there. But when you're in, like, the coal district, the peacekeepers are like, I've been sent here to die. Like, I don't fucking care anymore. And also, like, you can't steal coal to feed your family. Yeah. (laughs) Especially in a coal town. Literally. So, I mean, I don't think it's just because they're black. I think that's a joke. But I do think it's honestly, like, the peacekeepers in District 11 Mm – 
probably feel they have a more important job than those in District 12. Yeah. Whereas those in District 12, it's kind of like, we're fucking done with you. We don't want to see you anymore. Go to District 12. Where are the peacekeepers from? They're all from the capital. They're all from the capital? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why I like, I think because they are from the capital. It's like how um, a lot of police are from like white rich neighborhoods. Yeah, but then and they're then policing go police different. For yeah. POC neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's about 40%. You should look up 40% of oh all police God, officers. Dude. I can't believe you found a way to sneak that in. <laughs> um, Anyway, Rue's talking about how they sing a lot in her district, and this is one of the reasons Rue liked Katniss so much right off the bat because of her mocking J-Pin. Katniss, or Rue, like, touches it, and Katniss is like, oh my god, I forgot that was there. (laughs) (laughs) This whole book is basically Katniss going, wait, it's still on me? (laughs) Oh, wow, this is completely unimportant to me and my character. (laughs) Literally, until, like, the third book. Um, But typically, Rue is... Since she's so tiny, she's up in the tallest of trees and can see the flag that signals quitting time um, the earliest. So she signals the rest of the people by singing a little tune um, to the Mockingjays. And then, like, the Mockingjays will spread the tune. What? She just does the iPhone alarm. <laughs> God, that, I can't even. <laughs> oh, is that how it goes? <sighs> um, they split up, like, their things, like Katniss's, like, r- like, bleh. Katniss insists on Rue taking the sleeping bag while they're separated, and she's like, I'll just pick another one up by the lake. But really, she's like, you'll fucking freeze to death. Like, no. you're so tiny. <laughs> you ain't got no fat on you. I don't either, but you. Yeah, you, you really don't. They decide to meet back up for dinner, and Rue says that if they don't get to meet at the end of the day, at the end of their time, as long as they hear the Mockingjay singing the song, that means they're safe. And Rue gives her a hug, and they both wish each other to be very careful. The thing about the Mockingjay singing the song that doesn't make sense to me is, like, what if the birds just, like, you know... Happen to sing that song. Yeah, like, it gets stuck in their head, like, how we get songs stuck in our head, and all of a sudden the Mockingjays are, like... <laughs> all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Rue's safe, and it's like, no, she's, she's not. <laughs> That's Oof. all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Cat... Katniss reaches the lake. Oh, what? <laughs> this song is Poland by Lil Yachty. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I take the walk. Oh, can to you? Poland. Can you do it one more time for me? I take the walk. Justin, you're too good. We're to gonna Poland. get no. Justin, careful. We're gonna get copyright strike stri- striked on YouTube. Hey, everybody's. We're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on YouTube, buddies. Okay. Katniss reaches the lake a lot more quickly than she expected, so she just kind of, like, sits and observes for a really good chunk of time. She sees that there are four tributes, um, the two tributes from District 2, the boy from 1, and the boy from 3. She has no idea why the boy from 3 is involved. She's, like, really fucking confused by it. But she can see that they're all recovering from the Tracker Jack attack, and she can tell that, like, most of them didn't pull those stingers out, which I don't know how she can tell that. Oh, she sees them. She sees the trench. Yeah, she sees the. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they also don't know what leaves will heal them. Mm. So basically, they're just like fucked. They're they're more fucked up than her because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because, like, like she was saying earlier, they don't have the basic survivors, survivor skills needed. Yeah. The items are in a big pyramid. She knows it's booby trapped, but she has no idea how it is. Mm-hmm. And then smoke starts to rise, and it's the first fire that her and Bruce set. And, you know, the 
what's it called? The boys, the career pack got it. Mm-hmm. They start getting ready and they even bring the boy from District 3 and they kind of say, like, nobody's going to be able to get to it, get to the stuff. Yeah. The boy from District 1 is like, he's like, what if it's a trap by PETA? But Kato's like, literally, he's bleeding to death right now. We're fucking fine. Yeah. The thing is, why wouldn't you think it's a trap at this point? How many days are they in? Like, Mm, almost a week? Yeah, about a week, a little bit, maybe a little bit over a week. Like, why would you not, like... No one set a fire for a week. Mm-hmm. And then you see a fire and you're like, we got to go check that out right now. What? Mm-hmm. What's the point? I think they're trying, they're saying like, even if it is a trap, it's better than nothing right now. It's better than just sitting around. Yeah. Because they're like, we're a pack of four. What? I mean, let them come to you. And they did. They're going to starve to death. Let them come to you. Yeah. So Katniss stays still for a really long time, and she's like, okay, I still have no fucking clue what's going on. So she's just sitting there like, maybe I'll, maybe it'll just come to me what's going on yeah. over there. It shockingly doesn't. But right before she's about to step out, Foxface pops out and does a little dance around the ground, and then she kind of, like, falls, and she, like, she screams. She's terrified. And Katniss is like, what? Foxface? Yeah, so Foxface is the redheaded girl from district five is that her name no that's what katniss is katniss is mean oh (laughs) so that's what katniss calls her she's just a bully yeah um and you know the girl steals a bunch of things and then heads out she does a little weird dance on her way out too and katniss is like what the fuck is going on and it takes her again another significant amount of time to realize what's going on and she realizes the boy from district three which is the electronics district must have rewired the bombs at the base of the podiums and put them around the food. Is what oh, I'm okay. saying makes sense. So, so there's landmines around the food. So he just turned the landmines that could be turned off into landmines that are always on. That are on, yeah. Um, it then takes her a little bit more time to... Re- she's just sitting there, dude. Just fucking yeah, yeah, chilling. That she's like, how the fuck am I going to knock shit? And she's like, if I can no- shoot arrows and knock... Like, if this bag of apples to fall into the mines, shit will explode. If I can waste arrows. Well, she says she's she's like, I'm only giving it three arrows. Yeah. And, then I, and then I have to find a new plan. Yeah. Which is already three of her nine. Yeah. That's pretty Huck cool. a rock. Do literally. I mean, she's really fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> I think we learned that last time. Like, huck a rock. Do anything else. Like. She's you, not very creative. You only got so many arrows. Well, I think she also, she does know how to make arrows if she really needed to, you know? It's going to take, like, a day or two Still, to make a couple arrows. Just saying. But, like, so she only gives it three. She moves a little closer, doesn't hit it, moves a little closer, doesn't hit it. Then she moves way too close, hits it, and then she's, like, smacked backwards. And she's like, crap. She goes up, pokes it with the arrow. <laughs> did it, did it. Whoa, that hurt. Chapter 17. When obviously knocked out of her, she hits the ground. And she can feel the extra explosions through mm-hmm. the vibrations, but yeah. she can't hear anything. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. She, she I'm fucked surprised up. she has eardrums anymore. Yeah. She tries to get up and out of the open, but she is very dizzy and cannot move well. So she's kind of like... Moving very slowly on her hands and knees. She still can't hear. She grabs, like, one of her ears, and it's all bloody. Yeah. So she, like, wraps, like, fabric, her hood, kind of, like, you know how, like, they do the cinching thing around your head sometimes with hoods? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I imagined it, so that there's not blood everywhere. 
She's moving on her hands and knees, and then, like, another explosion hits her and pushes her forward. She's fucking pissed. <laughs> Honestly, the thing with uh, your face or ears or, like, anything on your head bleeding while you're in a fight and don't have time to, like, do anything about it is don't get it in your eyes. No, and luckily it's just her ears, yeah. but, like, still. Like, that's the thing is... Blood in your eyes clouds them over, so mm-hmm. you can't see anything. Got eye blood. Got eye blood. Can't do nothing you with can't eye do blood. Shit with eye blood. Um, she like gets into like just the first like, and what's the one? Shrubbery. Like she just hits the shrubbery right as the group pop pop. Oh my god. Ooh. Do you know this uh, podcast we talk in? This one. Yeah, this one. We talk the in one this one. The one we're currently recording. Yeah, yeah. So you need to talk in it. I don't understand. You need to be able to talk for this one. I'm confused. I'm about to explain. <laughs> um, just as she gets into the shrubbery lining, they come back in. And Kato's obviously pissed. And he ends up just like straight up breaking the neck of the boy from District 3. And immediately gone. Well, that was a fucking dumb idea, though. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was Kato's ideas. So. Like, make a ring of the mines around you. Don't put them all under your food. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, or put a like bait mountain of food mm-hmm. and put your food somewhere else. Yeah, because now they're out of food. Just be smarter. <laughs> um. She can tell, like, just based on their, like, movements and, like, the way they're flicking their hands around, that the rest of the group, the girl from two and the boy from one, think that whoever made the explosion had to have been dead, you know? Yeah. And they go off to the lake when it becomes dark. Even though they didn't hear a cannon or... Probably no heard the cannon, the cannon during the explosion. Oh. And then when it's night, they go off hunting, um, with the stuff they had on hand. So, like, they put on some of those night vision goggles and stuff. Yeah. Katniss realizes that her left ear is completely deafened. Katniss. <laughs> she is starting to hear some ringing in her right ear, and she puts on the glasses, um, cleans her ear with a little bit of, of her drinking water, and has a very light meal. And this is Katniss's first night in the cold without that sleeping bag. <laughs> So she, like, kind of digs in the ground a little bit, makes a little spot, and puts leaves and the plastic over her to sleep. And she's like, oh, I guess I have a little bit of sympathy for that girl who lit the fire on the first night. And I'm like, fuck you. Literally, fuck you. Wow, I can only uh, empathize with people when I go through their situation. When I go through their exact situation. Yeah. It can't be and literally one single difference. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, and the next morning, she can hear some... Uh, like some sound out of her left ear or her right ear and she ends up hearing laugh laughing and she looks and it's fox face who's just like fucking hysterical at the rubble um at the fact that it happened that way and she ends up finding some useful stuff in the mix unlike you know the careers were like well bona nothing else can exist anymore and fox face and Katniss are like there's literally still stuff in there. do you ever scavenge ever Oh, I got a yawn. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Yawn time. <gasps> My <Yawn>. turn. <laughs> she feels well enough to walk and starts walking back to the rendezvous point. And as she goes, she feels really uncomfortable without having any sound from her left ear. I would too. Yep. Yep. I get that. If I went deaf, I'd be like, oh, Yo, shit. Yo, what the fuck? She gets to the spot and Rue's not there. 
and she spends the afternoon doing some like cleaning like of herself some medication but ends up just like waiting in the tree and having what she calls a hollow day which is just never getting full mm. um it becomes a little bit later she becomes really worried about lou <sighs> rue and she starts looking around and heads to the third fire so there it was like one two three fires mm-hmm. And she's like, it maybe didn't even get lit. And as she moves, she hears a bird singing Rue's little song. So she starts to go that direction. And then she hears the the distinct sound of a young girl screaming. Cool. And then begins screaming her name. And she knows it's Rue because literally nobody else could be making that sound. Mm-hmm. And right as she breaks through the clearing, she sees Rue and Annette just as the spear stabs her in the chest. So it isn't the scene in a movie where she gets in-fucking-paled by the throwing spear. She's on the ground and gets stabbed. No. She's, it's very similar to... So let me, let me keep going. So she wrecks the boy from District 1, immediately kills his ass, and just shouts at Rue. She's like, crazy. She's like, are there more? Are there more? Are there more? And Rue's like, no, no. I'm, I'm dying. No. <laughs> but Rue has, like, done... A fetal position. Position. So she may have been on her side or laying down, but I I picture it more like she was maybe on her knees, mm-hmm. kind of like struggling to get it, like it had fallen down on her. Yeah, don't you hate it when you're playing Fortnite and your friends don't call out the 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 enemies? Always call out. Oh, you gotta call out, dude. So Rue's curled in the fetal position, um, into her own body and around the spear, and Katniss knows that. There's no surviving this because the spear is down to the shaft in her stomach. Which in the movie, it's like a quarter of an inch into her stomach. And I was always kind of like, I mean, you could probably survive that. Yeah. Wouldn't be great. But in the, the, (laughs) because what, if it's like a good size spear, if it's as long as your hand, that's halfway to your spine. Yeah, that's almost all the way through. And she's tiny. It's probably all the way through. Yeah. Oh, poor baby. Anyways, uh, Katniss just starts to hold her, and Rue asks about the food. She's like, did we do it? And she's happy to hear that it's all gone, and she's like, Katniss, please win. And Rue's slowly fading out, and she's like, can you please sing me a song as you go? And Katniss sings the song that she used to sing to Prim. What? I the <laughs> That's not the song. To Poland. And this is a sad part. You're pissing me off. <laughs> this is sad. And as she finishes the song, like, Rue has passed about halfway through the song, but Katniss is like, well, I have to finish it. I have to finish the song for Rue. And I'm like, she's dead. Like, you don't know. Anyways, um, tears start falling on her, and Katniss gives her a kiss on the head. And she's mad. This is where Katniss finally understands the anger that Gail has at the Capitol. Yeah. This again, her empathy skills off the charts. I will note she's sixteen, but I feel like most majority of humans have pretty okay empathy. At if that I had age. a friend that was murdered at sixteen, yeah, I wouldn't need a lot to tell me that was fucked up. Yeah, if I had a far acquaintance that had a friend that was murdered at yeah. sixteen, I'd be like, oh shit. Well, Rue's twelve. Oh, you're you're yeah, sixteen. Okay. I'm sixteen. I'm a little 16-year-old driving my car. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. You're 25. No. Yes? 
Who knows? Not me. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway, she she decides she wants somebody to hate. She wants to hate the boy who killed Abru. She also wants to hate the capital. The boy who lived? And she remembers Peta's thought about not being a pawn in their game. She's like, yeah, I won't be the pawn in their game. Which is like, wow, remember how fucking mean you were to Peta about that? And uh, you pawning pretty good you right are. now. You killed him. Yeah. <laughs> So she starts decorating Rue's body in flowers, yellow, violet, and white flowers, um, so that the last image of her she has is that she's bright and alive. And she <laughs> but knows she dead. she's dead. She knows that they will have to show this at the Capitol no matter how much they don't want to, because Katniss is doing shit there, like it's kind of unprecedented. Mm-hmm. But um they always show the bodies being picked up. Yeah. As the hovercraft picks up poor little Rue's body, a mockingjay gets close to Katniss and sings Rue's little song. And it's like, I'm safe now. And Katniss is like, well, I mean, in a way, like, I guess. No, not not really. really. Anyway. Dead, dead, dead. Oh, this part made me, I didn't remember this sweet part. Yeah. As she gets ready to sleep, a gift from sponsor drops on, on her lap and it's a loaf of bread. Um, but it's not particularly a loaf of bread she's familiar with. With It's not from her district. And she recognizes it as the bread from District 11. And this is something, again, I didn't really remember, is that the people of a district could scrounge all their money together to get a gift for their, for their tributes. Mm. So this bread, she recognizes it as a gift that District 11 had scraped together to get all this for Rue, to get this bread for Rue. And Kat, before Kat, she had passed, and instead of deciding to pull it and everybody getting their money back, they decided to give it to Katniss. Do you know it would be really racially charged? What? If it was cornbread. Oh, my God. Do you even hear any of what I just said? Yeah, I did. I, 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 like, blacked out halfway through. Because you're, not, like, you're not going, oh, my God, that is so sweet. Yeah. Fake characters. You're fake, still not fake doing lives. it. Oops. You were distraught at, at Twilight. <laughs> but God forbid that Rue dies. <sighs> I knew she was going to die. It's fine. There are only six kids left um, in the games. She has absolutely what? Skill issue. <laughs> oh, my God. She has horrible dreams. You're in 20 minutes. I know. And when she wakes up, she has a heavy, like, she feels a heavy loss. So she gives herself, like, simple commands to follow. Like, now we have to sit up, Katniss. Katniss, now you got a drink. What? Oh, you're yawning. And eventually she starts moving around and thinking about how she's fucking ready to kill Kato. (laughs) She's like, holy shit, I have a chance to win. She's she's like, I'm in the top eight. And it's extremely rare for somebody to be from District 12 in the top eight, let alone both of them. Yeah. And she kind of just like has a slow day. She realizes that the boy from District 1 was her first actual kill. She's like, holy shit. She's like, it's sad to think that her his family is somewhere mourning him. Yeah. Which honestly, considering he's a career, they're probably like disowning him, not mourning him. And or celebrating. Because like one of them has to die. Yeah. Um The day ends and nobody had died, which means it was a boring day in the capital. Mm-hmm. It could be like uh how like warrior cultures what do you in mean? ancient times, like Vikings and spartans and stuff like that where they were like they would celebrate people's death in battle yeah like that's the most honorable death you could have yeah i hear what you're saying 
Anyway, it's uh, Claudius Templesmith. And, you know, he says, there has been a rule change. And Katniss is like, what rules? Our rules are don't step off the podium and don't cannibalize people. <laughs> what? Why not? And he says that there are now able to be two winners as long as they are from the same district. And Katniss goes, what? And then she goes, Peter! And she's like, fuck. And then we enter part three, which is Victor. So chapter 19, she's like, that was dumb as fuck. Why did I scream? That was so mm. dumb. But then she's like, oh, wait, there's only like six people left. I'm probably chill. <laughs> yeah. And fucking what? Two square miles. Yeah. Probably way more than that. Honestly, yeah. it took her a whole day to trek from just the lake to one side of it. Which what you can people can usually cover 13 miles in a day. Just about. And she's like practiced and, was and it's healthy. a circle. So 13 divided by two no, don't, would don't be do um, 6.5. And then 6.5 times pi. Stop. Do it. What? Do it. Do 16 times I forget. Uh, 16. Or no. No, it wouldn't be 16. It's 16. It's 6.5 times Times pi. pi, So times three. No, times 3.14. Well, three first. Let's get that. Let's get that first. Shut up. Let me go to the next (laughs) chapter. Um, She then realizes that PETA, who's been severely wounded and is not her like is now her ally skill issue and she also realizes that the star chris lover angle this is when she realizes that the angle was something Peter was working the whole time <laughs> just now it's so like is it really empathy if you have to face the fucking music to even think about it that way i don't know because i always think it's interesting that people who believe in like jesus and stuff have to they feel like they have to believe in him to do something kind for people. To have morals. Or that's how it feels for me. Um, no. So that's how it feels for Katniss. Like Katniss has to be faced directly with the issue or it doesn't make any goddamn sense to yeah. her. It's like, what do you mean? What? What do you mean I should be nice to people? That doesn't make any sense. And it's like Katniss, literally. Being kind? What the hell? I don't understand. Okay, we're going to keep going. If I remembered where I was. So she does another count of who's left. Um, Foxface, who's alone. Thresh, who's also alone. Um, but for sure is a threat. She's like, Fox, Foxface is fucking fine. But Thresh will like, fucking kill us. And what, then, the monster of a man, Thresh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The District 2 contestants, who are Cato and the girl from his district. And she's like, they would also be able to go home together. So they're probably fighting pretty, pretty, pretty intensely at this point. Mm-hmm. She gets some sleep and starts her day really ready. You know, she's eating, she's getting her things together, and she's ready to find Peta. She also knows that the careers are probably hunting her in particular. Mm-hmm. She does some serious thinking and realizes that Peta, who's very serious and very seriously injured, could not have survived without water. Therefore, he must be near uh, water mm-hmm. in the arena. So yeah. there were ponds, the lake, and then there's a stream. So, you know, she starts a quick fire as a distraction and then heads off to the stream to find him. Again, how was that a distraction? Like, what? Oh. <laughs> she. The um, last, even the last, the last three fires were a trap. Yeah. Let me just go to this next fire. Let me go to the next one. That's a great idea. Good job. You good? Yeah. Will you survive? No. Okay. Um, she searches for a while and she's like, fuck, um, there's no way I'm going to find him. And then finally she sees like a little bit of blood and, you know, she like 
is looking at this trail again. She's like a hunter, so she's pretty okay at finding a trail and stuff. And then it just stops? <laughs> no, she says it looks like... The description she uses is it looks like somebody who was not in their right mind had tried to wipe it away. Mm. So, like, it was, like, clearly, like, smudged and, and, like, up and down and, yeah. like, side to side. It wasn't like somebody scooped up water and it went away. It was like somebody yeah. was like, I'm going to wipe it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wipe it off the dirt. <laughs> That'll make good. Um, So she goes. And nobody says anything. It's just, she's like, fuck it. Pita? I'm about to head off. And then she hears a voice go, you here to finish me off, sweetheart? Peter is just a, uh, is just Peter in a P- British accent. Pita? Oh my God. Pita? Pita? Pita, where are you? Um, she's like. <laughs> it's a Hunger Games, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> May the odds be having your favorite, mate. <laughs> I can't do a British accent very well. Uh, you got any more? Was that it? Uh, this is bullocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you taking piss out of me going into cornucopia like that, ain't ya? I was Australian. <laughs> okay, um, she couldn't really tell where it came from because it was from her bad ear. Is it still not working <laughs> yeah, at all? Fucking course it isn't. <laughs> and she whispers, she's like. And then she like looks on the ground and he's right. His eyes are open staring at her. <laughs> he's, she's stepping on his sternum. Literally. She's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, close your eyes again. And he goes, and she's like, whoa, you're really good. At this. And then he's like, yeah, like I'm dying. Pretty I'm kind of fucking lit. And they banter for a minute. And then he's like, proper ba- uh. he's like, yeah, Kato cut my left leg up high. Um, and he's like right by the dick he's like one second come here come here and he's still full of like funnies and like he's just a sweet guy and he's like, oh is it because of the blood loss yeah he's like come here and she gets like really close and he whispers he's like don't forget we're madly in love so you can kiss me anytime <laughs> and she's like <laughs> okay let's let's get all right going. buddy <laughs> so he can't move at all um he can't even make it to the stream that's like two feet away from him like he is He's injured, injured. It's crazy. It's like he collapsed there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, he's covered in mud and stuff. So she's like, well, we have to get rid of all this stuff. She ends up having to cut his shirt away. Um, and Don't then, eat it. Get well, those abs out. <laughs> get those abs out, baby. He doesn't have abs. Um, but anyways, sure off. She's handling the wounds on his top part of his body. You know, like the tracker jack st- stings, the um, burns and stuff like that. He's pretty, pretty fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, okay, can you eat some of this food? And he's like, no, like, I'm not hungry. And she's like, fuck, he's really sick. And he's, like, burning with fever. Mm -hmm. So gross warning here for the next. It's yucky time. It is yucky. So she pulls his pants off. Um, He's wearing underwear. She doesn't like naked. Um, She pulls his pants off very slowly. Are you ready? Because it's really gross. Yeah. Uh, um, the cut is obvious. Cut is maybe not the right word for it. The gash, Slash. it's very, it's big, is oozing blood and pus, and it oh, yeah. smells like bad flesh. Oof. And the smell of rotten flesh is not something you want to smell if you haven't before. Oh my god, can we talk about no. my mom's story? No, <laughs> I'm serious. Don't talk about that. I'm making us dinner, and if you talk about that, we're not eating Alfredo tonight. <laughs> You can secretly record that later when I'm working upstairs. Yeah. Do not talk to me about that. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyways, she's like, fuck. Like, she's like, I really want to run. She's like, Prim and her mom can do this, but not Katniss. She's like, I don't even want to see them naked. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody naked. I don't like it when people cough. I don't want to be here. Put those away. And Peter's like, can tell that she's re- like, she's probably turned a shade of green or yeah. two. And um, he's like, are you good? She's like, yeah, yeah. Like, let's keep going. Big bomb moment, but I'm fine. <laughs> And she decides to put the tracker jacker leaves on it because, like, they clearly did something to the tracker jacker wound. So maybe yeah. they'll start to, like, clean it a little maybe bit. Maybe something will happen. It's all she's got. Yeah. And does she not have the gel anymore from the burns? It's just burns, though. But she does put it on. Well, she does this yeah. and it just fucking juices pus. <laughs> like, for, like, she's, like, three rounds. Pimple popper. Three rounds of the leaves and it was still juicing pus. Oof. And she's like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And Peter's just lightening the mood. He's just really good. Put him in the stream and leave him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. After a bit more of treatment, she couldn't even see the wound. Yeah. So after a bit more of this, she can finally like actually see it. Yeah. And it's down to the bone. Not good. No, that's not good. And I also imagine it on the outside of the leg. More so because if it was on the inside, it probably would have hit the carotid. Yeah, he'd be dead. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of big veins that go all the way around your thighs. Yeah. Like, I kind of imagined it in the middle bit of the thigh. Right in the right fat there. part? Yeah, right in the chunky bit. They talk about Hamish, and it turns out Hamish has not sent Peta anything. And Peta's like, duh, you're his favorite. And Katniss is like, no, no. But dude, you're going to have to shove stuff in there. Because you can't suture it. What do you mean shove stuff in there? In in the wound to keep it from bleeding again. She wraps it with a band-aid. She has a first aid kit. Oh, wow. a band-aid. Mm, well, like an eight, like a, a gauze. You. Yeah, that still wouldn't. I know it wouldn't do anything. It's all she's got. But you, if you shove it in there, it will clot up and keep it. She's not a healer. Okay, finally. She didn't get any first aid at the training camp? I mean, she got basic for. I don't think they're going to teach you how to fucking heal a gigantic... When you're... Like, typically when you have a giant gash, you're gone. Yeah. People don't typically survive those. Let alone for the amount of time PETA has. What? Skill issue. Um, they move from the river, and he is not he is not well. He is barely able to move. <laughs> he is not chilling. <laughs> they find, like, a cave-like structure, which I'm like, is it a cave? or Is, is it, it a cave or what? a divot? An overhang? But they settle there, and he's like, Katniss, if I don't make it back. And she's like, shut up. And he's like, no, Katniss, seriously, if I don't make it back. And she's like, stop. She's like, no, seriously. And then she kisses him on the lips, and it's like, Ugh. But it's her first time ever kissing a boy. Who knows if if she's kissed girls or not? I don't know. That sounds pretty straight, and I don't like it. I'm heterophobic. <laughs> she then hears a parachute, and she hopes it's meds for Peta's leg because obviously his leg is fucking nasty as shit. But it's just broth, and Hamish's message to her is clear, and it's like you're supposed to be in love with him. He's dying. Give me something I can work with. Yeah. And she's like, shit, I've never been in love. Uh, I guess I really got to try harder. And give him good soup. Good soup. And she kisses him awake and he's looking at her and she's like, wow, he's really fucking good at this. It's like Katniss. It's like he It's is. like he is in love with you, literally. <laughs> okay. Now we go to chapter 20. Peta sucks at eating. <laughs> 
She it takes her forever to get soup in him. Would you say skill issue? I would. Uh, not probably. Did I trip? Did I prank you, babe? You got so pranked. You got absolutely wrecked. Oh no, where am I? Okay. Oh no, she, the <laughs> list, the 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 notes, the notes. And oh, I bumped the mic. And the temperature is starting to drop like really unnaturally fast. And she's like, the game makers are kind of done with this. It seems they really want to be done. Yeah. But um, she doesn't really have any comment or anything about that. It's just like, okay. Just just a pin there. Just a note. But even with how cold it is at night, PETA's fever is not dropping at all. And Katniss spends just, like, the whole night worrying about him, frantic kind of thing. Um, She's also, because she's kind of selfish, because she is 16, spends the whole night worried about how more, how much more vulnerable this makes her. Because Pete is all wounded and stuff. Hey, but to be honest, I'd worry about that. I would, too. If you're in a murder dome, I would worry about that. Welcome to the murder dome. Um, in the morning, it kind of feels like Peta's fever is a little bit better, and she leaves the cave to get some food before he's up. And when she gets back, Peta's pissed. He's like distraught. He's like, "I thought you'd been killed. I thought Clove and Cato had gotten you." And this is when we learn that Clove is the girl from District Two. But they do lovey-dovey stuff. Stuff, and she's like, "Wonder where he learned this? Because his mom is a bitch. Like, where could and he? Where did he learn to be nice to people? Because his mom." <laughs> yeah, well, his dad's really nice. His mom's just a abuser. Abusive? Yeah. She takes some time to sleep next, and she's mad that Peter didn't wake Peter didn't wake her up. It's me, Peter. <laughs> um, and he's like, What what would you have done? There's literally nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. And another little gross warning. Um, this one's quick. She looks at his leg, and even though it seems better, the wound is not really. Uh, like, even though PETA seems a little bit more yeah. chipper, the wound is not better. Um, the swelling has increased. The skin has become very tight and inflamed. And there have started to become red streaks creasing up his, creeping up his legs, which is blood poisoning. Yeah, all that was fine besides that. Like, Is like blood that's, poisoning that's, a real thing, babe? I don't know if it's a real thing. Uh, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like you would just have an infection, but. Yeah, it just sounds like an infection. I mean, it, it all kind of sounds like the normal healing process of things being red and then yeah, I mean, it's inflammation not a quick, and healing is jazz. not a quick process ever, although it would be nice if it was. Tell that to all movies. Literally, they're like, and she's fine. And it's like, wait, what? She just had a bullet hole through the head. What are you talking about? She's not fine, guys. I'm telling you that right fucking now. <laughs> That's going to take years of physical therapy. What are you talking about? They're like, but she's chill. Anyways, when oh my god, the Fast and Furious is okay. one of the worst series about this, where they do crazy shit, and they're like, "Yeah, he's fine." Where he's drive he, uh, what is his name? Vin Diesel drives a car, gets on the hood, slams it like they're on a overpass. Okay, jumps from one side of the overpass over the gap to another catches a woman and then lands in the windshield of another car and then just gets up and walks off and he's like he's dead i bend wrong he's dead and my body's like you're done 
I watch football and I'm like, oh, God. Those poor guys. I mean, what? I'm 23 and you're 25 because, yes, we've discussed that. Mm -hmm. But I do have hypermobility syndrome. So, like, my body getting a little out of whack is easier said than done. (laughs) Or easier done than said, I suppose. But still, literally, I don't understand. They're like, and then they were fine. I'm like, no, they weren't. No, they fully weren't. So, okay, let's get back. So, PETA is obviously not fine. She knows they're going to need some crazy-ass meds from the Capitol that are going to cost a fucking fortune. But she's, like, lying. She's like, oh, you know, like, it looks a lot better. And she's like, <laughs> it well, looks, me. It looks great. And Peter goes, Katniss, you suck at lying. I know what blood poisoning no, that is. Looks, that looks great. And she's like, no, no, we'll be able to heal it once we win and once we're in the Capitol. There's only five of us or six of us left. Like, we've got a good chance now. And she cooks him up a good meal without lighting a fire. She's basically able to make, like, hot soup with boiling rocks. Because it's it's really starting to get hot during the day and cold at night. What are you doing? That feels bad. <laughs> if it's getting hot enough that you can make warm soup Well, that's rocks. what the game makers are doing something with the temperature. I know, but you'd be dead, though. <laughs> Anyways. Um, she's like, I can't go hunting without leaving him alone so we're just gonna have to like eat this shitty soup and settle down for the night and Peter's like can you tell me a story like i want a happy story happiest story that you can remember and she's like fuck i don't i don't really have a lot of those what do you think the power consumption of the hunger games are insane like a full city of power consumption because they have screens that make up the sky right Mm -hmm. yeah so what that's no 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 they fly the screens in what do you mean they like fly the screen on a hovercraft in but it's a dome of screens right it's a force field okay but i i suspect that would take more energy than an lcd screen dome no i agree with you it's a lot i agree with you yeah Okay, happiest day she can remember. She's like, I don't have a lot of those. But she decides an- to tell an edited version about how she got Prince Goat Lady. So the real, like, the real non-edited version they talk about first is she and Gail were hunting, and they found this, like, huge buck. And they knew from experience that, like, if they brought this, they were going to get bank. And so, you know, they shot it. And they knew from experience they've killed three before, not to bring it into, like, the black market directly. Mm-hmm. Because when they had brought it in one time to, like, start negotiating, people just started fucking ripping it to shreds. Yeah. So they, like, took it directly to the butcher. Um, and they got, like, a really solid price on it. And But she, like, lies to PETA in the Capitol. And she's like, we just sold a locket. <laughs> Just like if you had that locket the whole time, why didn't you sell it before? We were starving to death, but this locket was really important. And we, Ma, we really wanted to keep the locket. It had some dope pictures of it. It was like Sonic uh Rule 44, and it was it was really <laughs> Shut cool. Up. Okay, so then she continues that she went to the market and she saw the goat man. And she's like, Nobody knows how he got his goats, but he's got a bunch of goats. It's me, the goat man. Yeah. So like apparently he had just like saved up a bunch of money and he just has a bunch of goats now, which is like super rare. Yeah. Um, and he's got like this injured goat who had been clearly attacked by like a dog or something, and it was like had an infection and stuff. And the butcher was coming to use it for meat, but like Katniss was like 
how much for the goat? And he's like, well, the butcher's coming. Then the butcher came and saw that Katniss kind of wanted this goat. Was like, well, I'm not buying this damn goat. You know, and just like kind of like. Fuck this goat, I'm out of here. Well, remember how PETA was like, she has no effect, no idea the effect she has on people. This is like clearly a spot where she was getting help and she did recognize this assistance from the butcher. Also, like, how much money do you think he made off that deer? How they made, how much money? Oh, the the butcher's a woman. You're sexist. Oh my god, my sexism. The butcher is a woman. And she's thick. Oh, shit. No, but yeah, she probably made bank off the deer. Yeah. And they got to keep some of the deer meat and, you know, like, now they have a good relationship with the butcher. Yeah. Anyways, she brought it home to Katniss, or to Prim and her mom, who, like, healed it. And they started selling the cheese and the milk, which is, like, another way they survived. Didn't you say it was a dude goat? No, it's a female goat. Oh, okay. The I guy like, is the goat man. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> what kind of what kind of milk are they getting from this dude goat? <laughs> the goat's name is Lady, so it's a woman. Oh. Right after this story, they have some they have some banta, and they hear like the trumpets in the sky, and it's Claudius Temple Smith, and he's like, "I'm inviting everyone to a feast," and of course they're like, "We're not fucking going to that." No. But he's like, oh, before you write me off, each of you needs something absolutely desperately. It's gonna be there, and then he's like, "Click," and right off the bat, Peter goes, "You're not going." Tennis is like, "I'm I'm not gonna go." And he literally mocks her. He's like, you're fucking terrible at lying. Like, don't ever bet at cards. You're bad at it. If you leave, if you try to go, it's like, if you try to go, I will crawl and follow you, Mm -hmm. which will just make it a fucking mess. And what are you going to do? Yeah. And they're kind of like, they reach a stalemate and they eat soup. She's like going, she's kind of mad going to the stream to wash up. And then a little parachute flies out. She's like, fuck yeah, Hamish has finally provided me meds for to like to heal PETA, but it's not meds. It's like sleep syrup. It's a gun. <laughs> it's a gun. It's sleep syrup, which is just like kind of like a NyQuil, but like addictive, like big addictive. And cool. like way will knock you out. Just opium. Just it's straight opium. opium. Um, and she's mad. She's like, why did Hamish give this to me? And she realizes that she's gonna have to knock PETA out. Yeah. So she makes, she gets some berries and she mixes them up and puts and, it in. And roofies Peta. Really, she does. And she, Peta's like, wow, these are good. These are really sweet. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, um, they're sweet berries. My mom uses them. And then she's like, really? And he takes like, and he's like, almost done. And he's like, they taste like syrup. And he's like, fuck. And she like grabs his nose in his mouth and forces him to swallow. And he like tries to throw up, but he's already passing out. Yeah. And then she says, who can't lie, Peta? Knowing- These are really sweet and blue and uh, chewy. Yeah, they're sweet blue chewy berries. <laughs> and then, oh, yum! And that's that's where we're gonna end right now, Justin. Yeah. How the do you feel? Scene? Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, it's not as bad as Twilight. It's really not. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I I I think the Twilight movies are better than the Hunger Games movies. But I think the opposite of the books. You think the Twilight movies are better than the I Hunger really Games movies? I really don't like the Hunger Games movies. What? Yeah. I think we gotta get divorced. Oh, what? no. I'm shocked. No, I just really, really don't like the Twilight movies. Is it because you Hunger don't Games like movies. What's Her Face? It might be that. I do, I do not like... Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. And you like our She Pat. gives me bad vibes. Yeah, she's no bueno. That's genuinely shocking to me to find out. 
And we're the just best movies going. are Divergent. I love those movies. Shut up. Those suck. <laughs> Except for the fact that, uh, what's his name is in it? Number four, the Hawkeye? He's not number four. Whatever. What is his name? I don't know. It's Tobias. I can't remember if it's Tobias in the movie or in real life. I think it's in the movie or in the book too, I guess. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. Um, please leave us a review if you can. And by review, I mean, give us five stars on Spotify. It's right I'll under kiss the thingy. both your elbows, baby. And then Justin, I want to play a quick game because I'm nope. on our analytics here. Out of the 50 states in the U.S., who do you think is the second most listened, like, in the states who listens to us the second most? Because Ohio is number one. Yeah, because all of our families in yeah, Ohio. Yep. Um, what if I told you it started with an O? Oklahoma? Yeah, it's Oklahoma. There's only two that start with O. I, I was making it easy for you, man. No, I, I want to play the game fair. Do it again. Okay, Do who's it again. the third most? Kentucky. Ew, let me look. No, my dad listens on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So pick another one. Um, Indiana. Nope, it's Colorado. Fuck. So for those of you in oh, Oklahoma, oh, that's Spencey. Yeah, thanks. You can't thanks, say his Spencer. name, Justin. Damn it. Yeah. You can't say people's name without asking them. <laughs> um, for those of you in Oklahoma, in Broken Arrow or Tulsa, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. If you haven't left a, left us a review, that's okay. We still love you. Um, but a little bit less than those who have left us a review. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought. We're getting close. I think what, I don't, if we don't hit 25, I'm still going to be really proud of us because we put like a shit ton of episodes out. Okay. I'm going to go make Alfredo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you folks so much for listening. Uh, my name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin Blue forgot the outro. I did. This is Reading Health Hostage. That's gonna be the outro song. Keep going, keep going, keep singing this. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs>